You know, there used to be an old saying, go west, young man. Well, that young man may just be Pete Golding. Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Doing great. Just uh, keeping up with all the news of the day. The season's over, but the news doesn't stop. Sorry, I was trying to switch this back the way we normally do it, and I did it twice. Um, anyway, thank you for making this your first listen. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. You know BetOnline.net is where the game starts, so go over there right after this podcast. Jimmy, uh, the rumors are rampant that Pete Golding, the much maligned defensive coordinator at the University of Alabama, may be headed west to the Ole Miss Rebels. This makes a ton of sense to me because Lane Kiffin likes to score a lot of points, and with Pete as your defensive coordinator, you'll have to. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, it could happen. Uh, I, I, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I think it's very realistic that it could happen. It checks a lot of boxes uh, to stuff both public and not public. Um, I don't – here's the thing, though. I mean, I, I don't care what – it doesn't matter. All, all that matters is – you know, who's Alabama's defensive coordinator. Uh, it doesn't matter about the circumstances of Pete's departure, but I will say I, I don't think this is a situation where it's like, you're fired, get out. Uh, I also don't think it's a situation where it's like, uh, you know, Coach Saban goes to work and and, and Pete has uh, in the middle of the night cleaned out his office and t- tiptoed out. Uh, I don't think it's either one of those situations. I think it is somewhere in the vast middle uh, but regardless of that, uh, Ole Miss is a good job. Uh, I, in my opinion, these days in modern football, Ole Miss easily a top 20 job and, and, and higher than 20. Uh, it's one of the better jobs in the country. I really think that they have a, uh, they're in the SEC, they're in the SEC West. They have a tremendous commitment to facilities and money. They have a very highly paid head football coach. Uh, they do really well recruiting out of the portal. Uh, I think P level of successful over there. He's not going to have the same athletes at Ole Miss he's had at Alabama. Uh, but at Ole Miss, he will have more uh, autonomy. I mean, Lane Kiffin is not going to – I mean, imagine this. I mean, particularly those that know Lane kind of well. But Lane's not going to sit in defensive meetings. <laughs> Lane is not going to micromanage – what be, basically at Ole Miss, Pete Golding will in, in so many ways be head coach of the defense. Uh, he is not that at Alabama where the head coach takes a major interest in what's going on on that side of the field, even coaches the cornerbacks at practice. So uh, Pete would have a lot of autonomy over there, do things the way he wants them done, and uh, I'm sure he's uh, uh, eager about that. But and that's if Pete is leaving and going to Ole Miss. There is nothing to report. There is no news. Uh, I walked by the football uh, building earlier this morning, and there was not a outside. Uh, there's no news to report. Um, it's just, let's say, in the rumor mill, but it's also, uh, you know, some rumors are more substantial than others. Um, yeah, it is – 
uh, a massive rumor, uh, but it feels like it's got some validity to it. Um, I, I'm hearing it from a few different angles, right? A few different people, I should say, not angles. Um, and I, I think it is something that certainly makes some sense. I mean, Pete Golding, he's he is a you know a, a Southern dude, um, and he knows this conference well. And it feels like it may just be time for him to to move on. So Jimmy, if he does move on, yep. Who were some potential replacements? Look, everybody's still beating the drum for Jeremy Pruitt. And if mm-hmm. Texas A&M can hire Bobby Petrino and Auburn can hire Hugh Freeze, I'm I'm for Jeremy Pruitt, even though I don't think it'll happen. Well, I think it's a uh, very apples and oranges. I mean, Jeremy's Pruitt, Jeremy Pruitt's situation is far different <laughs> from from any of those or Hugh Freeze or any other. It's just it's apples and oranges. I mean, it's not even in the same sphere now. That said, am I ruling out Alabama hiring Jeremy Pruitt? I do not. I do not rule it out. Uh, I, I'm not saying, no, that's not going to happen or that cannot happen. I'm not saying that. I'm saying this is 2023. The, the game is – this is a different landscape. Uh, it, it's – it's the old, all the old rules aren't just out. They're flushed. They're gone. They're, they're, they're exploded. Uh, it's, it's a new reality, and I am still figuring out what the heck all of it means. So I'm not ruling out Jeremy Pruitt for one. Uh, so that's one name. I think Glenn Schumann at Georgia, uh, who's the co-defensive coordinator with Will Muschamp at Georgia. Uh, I think Glenn Schumann, who uh, used to coach at Alabama before he moved on to Athens with Kirby. I think Schumann is a huge uh, factor here. I think Jim Leonard, uh, who has been the defensive coordinator at Wisconsin, uh, I think that is not a name to uh, to take lightly here. I think Jimmy Lake, uh, the former head coach and defensive coordinator at Washington, is a name I would uh, I would take a look at. And I think in-house, uh, a couple of names that I wouldn't say never to would be uh, T-Rob, uh, who, who coached our corners this year, along with uh, Todd Grantham, who's a defensive analyst on the staff this past season. I think – all of those, and I think I think could be with all of those names. I'm particularly watching uh, Pruitt, Schumann, and Leonard. I mean, very interesting. Name. Sorry, I didn't. I muted myself, and I was trying to click it. I just couldn't get it unclicked in time to declickify. That's all. Um, but yeah, I th- Jim Leonard is an interesting name to me. I mean, this is a guy that everybody thought was going to get the Wisconsin job, right? Right. Right, and then uh, they they went and hired Luke Fickle, and who could blame them? Uh, well, they, I mean, yeah, that's that's a no brainer. Yeah, people have been trying to hire Luke Fickle for a while. Uh, I think they would have stuck with Jim Leonard as head coach had Fickle not made himself available to Wisconsin. Uh, Leonard certainly has an incredible national reputation for for coaching defenses. The big thing would be that, to my knowledge, he has no real experience uh, in the Saban system. So this would be. Uh, out of the ordinary. This would be out of pattern for Nick Saban. It, it, to me, would signal, this is the way I would interpret it, a, a step back for Nick. I say, hey, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe I'm going to bring somebody in here and then I'm going to take a lesser role uh, as, as I've got other duties to tend to as head coach of the whole program. Uh, that That's the way I would interpret him bringing in someone that's not part of his defense. Schumann is the Saban defense. So was Jeremy Pruitt. Oh, here's another name I didn't mention. How about Carl Scott, a former Alabama coach that's been in the NFL 
a lot of experience safeties guy. Saban loves those DB coaches like Smart, like Pruitt, like Golding. Uh, the, the, the safety secondary coaches becoming defensive coordinators. So let's not rule out Carl Scott either. All right, Jay, uh, let's go ahead and take a break. I'm going to tell everybody about Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try a Built Bar. I love these things. I eat them all the time. Uh, they're great. They, they fill you up. And that's what the thing that's so important. If you really want to, you know, feel satisfied and try to lose a little weight. We just got through the holidays. I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. And if you're like me and you want to eat healthier, but don't want to compromise taste, then man, you've got to go try these Built Bars. They're absolutely delicious. You got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious. You won't think they're good for you. And that's the key to deliciousness is you got to think it's bad for you when you're when you're eating it. And that's how a Built Bar is, but it's actually very good for you. They come in all these great flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. If you're close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors like brownie batter or churro. You can thank me later. They also got them at Walmart. So that's what's awesome. They also got them at Lifetime Fitness. I go to Lifetime Fitness. Um, obviously, they don't want me being a spokesman for them for obvious reasons. But um, they, they do have them at Lifetime Fitness, and I get them there all the time. So go to built.com if you want to and order some. You can even order them on Amazon, too, by the way. I've noticed that. So you can order these things anywhere you want to. You can go get them just about anywhere you want to, as long as you have a Walmart or a Sam's Club. Let's face it, we all do. So go get you a built bar today. Um, all right, Jimmy. So Will Riker, the all-time leading scorer in Alabama history, is going to be coming back for another year. This is awesome. Um, he's going to obliterate, uh, you know, barring injury, the all-time leading scorer record. And um, I was trying feverishly to look it up, and I've only been able to find an article saying he came the all-time leading scorer like on November 8th or whatever. So, I mean, I hadn't been able to find the actual number of points he has, but he's going to obliterate the record, and that's great. I think this is a good thing. Yes, we got a Connor Schulte coming in from this particular class at kicker, but uh, I think you take Will Reichert all day, every day, and um, you just let the rough hand drag. Hopefully, Talty has no problem sitting behind him for a year. Well, uh, it'll be interesting to see whether Connor Talty now uh, chooses to delay his enrollment uh, and not be the backup this fall, just delay his enrollment and be a freshman year. On the other hand, you just, you know, redshirt and, and sit behind Will and learn, learn from Will. I'm sure Will has a lot to teach any young kicker um, it, with the physical and mental side of it. But uh, it's a it's a massive Great news for Alabama. I mean, there's no other there's no other reaction. It's just great news. I was surprised. He clearly changed his mind, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that either. He had informed the coaches in, um, in the spring and summer that he would not be back, and that's why Alabama spent the summer looking for a kicker. I mean, they didn't just recruit Talty. They, they, they looked the nation over for a kicker, knowing they would need one with Reichard moving on and then ultimately offering and accepting Connor Talty. Uh, and then Will Riker would later accept a Senior Bowl invitation. Uh, he would participate in Senior Day activities. So obviously this is uh, something Will had been considering and then recently changed his mind uh, and returned. As to the why, I mean, that's that's up, up to Will. All that matters to Alabama is, hey, we may have a first-team All-American kicker. Uh, he may be the very best place kicker in all the college football. Like Luke said, he's going to – obliterate every you know he already owns a, the school scoring record he's going to kind of put that out of reach um 
wow, what what great news. Uh, another leader in the locker room. That, that Let's not overlook that. A guy that's going to get his name in the sidewalk most likely next year. Uh, as and, and we'll be, you know, you don't say this about kickers all the time, but I, I think the, uh, you know, the circumstances of a line loop to where Will Reichard in some ways is going to be one of, if not the face of the football team, which is strange to say for a kicker. But, I mean, uh, Will Reichard will be uh, maybe uh, among or certainly on the very short list for the most recognizable players on the team. And uh, he's also getting married in January. So yeah. it'll feel like uh, the old, an old man out there. I saw that. I saw that he's getting married and congrats to him. Um, there are also still some decisions to be made for other guys that are entering. Um, you know, there, there are rumors out there about Jermaine Burton. Will he stay or will he go? Um, and then to the, some of the guys that have left, I just saw that Trey Sanders committed to TCU. So that's yeah. the second guy that's committed to TCU along with Tommy Brockermeyer. Um, and JoJo Earl, right? Oh, JoJo Earl did go to TCU. You're right. I forgot about that's that. Three so TCU kind of loading up. Yeah, and, and really – this is the thing now, you know, far be it from me. I'm not criticizing Trey's decision, but, man, this is my thing. I, I mean, you know, if you're – if any player – I'm not talking to Trey. I'm talking to everybody. If you're leaving and your primary reason for leaving is I'm not playing. I'm, I, I want to play. I, I want to get on the field. It's great that we win here and I love it here and it's cool, but I want to play. That's totally understandable. It totally is. But did Trey go to a place where he's going to play? I, I'm not 100% convinced that Trey will be the starting running back at TCU. He might be in the rotation. I'm not even 1,000% sure that's true. I mean, TCU is pretty good. I mean, this isn't a – they're in the national championship game. They didn't – the name wasn't drawn out of a hat. I mean, you know, this they're good. I, I – I expected Trey Wan to play, and I expected to see him. Not that he's not good, not that he's not capable of being a, a, a contributing running back in a Power 5 program, but it just seems to me that if you want to play, then go to Central Florida. Go to uh, Memphis. Go to Houston. Go to, uh, you know, uh, UAB. Uh, I, I don't I worry for Trey that he's not going to play. Trey, please prove me wrong. There is nothing more I would like to do next fall than watch TCU play a football game, and you're the running back, and you get 20 carries. That's what I want to see happen, and I hope that it does. But, uh, gosh, I don't know. You know, one of TCU's running backs, backup running backs, that he'll have to contend with next season is Daphne Alabama's Trent Battle. I don't know if you guys remember yeah. him. He was a quarterback at Daphne and uh, – uh, signed to play quarterback at TCU. They moved him to running back. Uh, he has been a backup player there, but, uh, you know, Trent's probably on track to maybe be the starting running back at TCU next season, but that'll be one of the guys that uh, Trey's competing with. All right, Jimmy, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to wrap it up with a little basketball. So Bama, Kentucky, this weekend at noon, get there or be square, uh, be there, be square, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's a long time ago. Um, but, yeah, get there and, and be a square if you want to. I don't care. Just do something. Um, but Kentucky is interesting right now. Yep. Kentucky did get a win over LSU at home, but they struggled. They, they just don't look like Kentucky. I had also forgotten this. Now, people will discount it because it was the 2020 COVID year. 
I don't think you should discount it. Kentucky had a horrible record that year. They were like a losing record, like nine and 16 or seven and 15, something like that. Um, they had, it was just awful. Um, but then last year they make the tournament and they get in, uh, they get upset in the first round against St. Mary's and now, or St. Peter's, excuse me, St. Peter's. Now, um, I get my saints mixed up. Um, now they've already got losses. I'm looking at their schedule right here. Um, they've got losses to, uh, you know, they did beat, they lost to UCLA. Um, they lost to Gonzaga, they lost to Michigan State. Uh, they obviously lost to Missouri, which hit full last night. Missouri put up a nice fight against Arkansas. Um, but they've also struggled uh, against Yale. They won by 10 at home um, against uh, Bellarmine. Is that how you say that? I don't say it. Well, I, I think at halftime it was really close, and they ended up pulling away. They only beat a Michigan team by four. This Michigan team is not very good this year. Um, they they just look like they're struggling, and and I've been reading a few articles about how John Calipari has not really endeared himself to the fan base, uh, I mean, lately. I mean, there's some folks that are really about had it up to here with him, but what are you going to do? It's a Jimbo Fisher, Fisher situation. They got, uh, you know, a huge buyout. He's got a lifetime contract. I mean, he's he's said, I mean, you know, if you want him out, it's going to be tough to get him out. How do you buy out a lifetime contract? If I was Calipari, I'd start traveling with security. I mean, I think what you do is you, yeah, you, you, you say, you say maybe your out. definition of lifetime and your definition of lifetime, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I would worry they just have to kill him. And that's probably being discussed, you know, like, well, he's, God, what's, Jimmy, what's the buyout? Accusation. We'd, we'd just have to kill him. That's what I worry. That's, now, I, I'm joking about what the heck a lifetime contract means. What What is that? And how do you buy out a lifetime contract? I mean, so I, I do agree that uh, Coach Cal, uh, it feels like no one's happy up there. You know, now, you know, before they, they pull the plug too soon, literally, uh, I, I would uh, – take a step back and, you know, they might need a recalibration of things. He recruits too well, uh, you know, to just assume that the next guy is going to do better. Um, but regardless of that, thank, thankfully that's not our problem. Uh, at Alabama, all things are going great. That's why uh, I've not seen the line loop, but I'm assuming we're favored to beat Kentucky. Uh, but that's pretty rare in the uh, annals of Alabama history. Uh, that Alabama is a favorite over Kentucky, but there's a really good chance that, that we are. I would suppose Alabama's going to be favored by three or four points. Uh, it is a tough matchup. I think we've had a difficult time matching up against other teams' high-quality centers. Uh, so, Betty is going to have his hands full, to say the least, with Oscar Shibwe. Uh, and I think uh, their guy Toppin is, is a really good player. Uh, he, he had 20 the other night. Um so, you know, they're going to have dudes. They're going to have some talent. Uh, they are well coached because it is a Coach Calipari team. Uh, and any win, even with Kentucky struggling per Kentucky standards, a win for Alabama would be huge. If you want to win the SEC, that's what you do. It's an easy formula, home court, and you win about half your games on the road. Uh, you do that and you win the SEC. Yeah, uh, the Toppin kid has been playing really well. I watched him some the other night against LSU. He looked very good. Um, Chibwe is 
leading rebounder in the league by a long shot. Uh, he's scoring nicely enough. Um, he's one of those guys that what just wasn't quite good enough to go pro last year, and so he's coming back and dominating. I mean, he's he's really, really good. We just got to contain him as best we can. You're not going to stop him. Um, same thing with Toppin. Uh, Severe Wheeler, a good assist guy. I think he leads the league in assists. Um, so they, they certainly have the talent, but there's something chemistry-wise that's not jiving with them. So I feel good about Alabama's chances on the ESPN GameCast. It's got Alabama's a 70% chance of winning. Uh, I haven't seen a line out for it yet. Typically, they don't come out till you know probably about midday tomorrow. But um, anyway, it's, it's going to be a fun game. I hope that uh, we get a huge crowd, and I hope this is a lot of fun. I, I'm 50-50 if I'm going to be able to go. But if I can't go, that's fine because I'll watch it on ESPN, and I'll also get to watch the uh, All-American game, which I'm looking forward to. That's going to be a lot of fun too. So, Jimmy, we will do a podcast after the Kentucky game, I hope. And until then, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.